Have you ever been in the middle of a conversation and thought something is missing? Have you ever thought, hmm, it's just too quiet for me? Well, I've got the solution for you. I am sponsored by Banner Boo Boos. If there is ever a lull in the conversation or if silence is just too much, you need Barker 101. It's as simple as one, two, three, and you get a bark to get the silence broken. One bark, two bark, three barks or more. Banner Boo Boos is the solution for you. It's as simple as logging on to www.bannerbooboosbarksforyou.com. Hi, um, I am Sydney Minato, and welcome to Working Through the Pandemic. And today I'm going to be talking to a worker and what their work life was like before COVID and what their work life has been like since COVID began. I am going to be talking to Sarah Strauss today. Hi, how are you? Think good. How are you? Um, I'm fine. Um, so what is your job uh, and what do you do on a daily basis? Um, well, I work in a K-5 elementary school. I spend half my day being a reading interventionist for struggling readers. And then my other half of the day is being an academic coach where I work with teachers on improving lesson delivery, lesson planning, and um, improving student learning. Okay, um, so, um, sorry, um, your routine before COVID happened, what, what was it like? Um, basically, my day uh, started off with doing what we call supervision. Um, everybody was assigned a place to be in the hallway to help uh, watch the kids as they're coming off the buses before they're actually, the bell rings to, for them to go to class. So I was uh, with the... Um, pre-k and kindergarten kids and we have blue lines in our hallways so kids know where to walk and where to be so you know to keep uh, three classrooms of kindergartners entertained I would entertain them with doing cheers or chants um, you know such as like keep my feet on the blue line now you can't see my arms and my dancing moves right now but those are the things I did with them uh, to keep them entertained Okay, um, did they actually listen? That's yes, because once the bell rang, they would then chant and they say things like, walk my feet down the blue line. So we did that kind of stuff all the time. Okay, uh, so since COVID has began, uh, what's your routine like at school now? Well, actually, I just told you my routine of just supervising the kids in the morning. I didn't actually go through my day. Oh, so, sorry. I'm just thinking about that. So, basically, after my um, hall duty or supervision time, um, I would then uh, go into my reading interventions. I have small groups of one to three kids. So, I would meet with those different groups at a half hour at a time. And um, then I would have my other portion of the day where I would be working in classrooms with teachers and students. So it's a 50-50 split. Okay, um, so now uh, what is your uh, daily routine now that COVID has began? Um, well, my supervision that begins in the morning uh, is very different because they do not line up on the blue lines anymore. Uh, we have only half of our student, student body at school at a time. So we have blue group and gray group. So blue group comes Monday and Tuesday, and gray group comes Thursday and Friday, and then Wednesdays are online days. Uh, we also have students that are online, so we have a you know, much reduced number of students in the building at a time. So as they're coming in, um, we are making sure that they get their breakfast when they walk in, 
and that they have their mask. If they don't have a mask, we provide one for them. If they're not wearing their mask properly, we remind them, you know, I have some cheers and chants like, mask up, mask up. Don't let it fall. So those kind of things, remind them to keep it over their nose. So, uh, and just the other day, there were pickles for sale. So we were, the kids that had some signs for advertising for the pickles for sale, we did, you know, some cheers and chants with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so. so then, um, after supervision for that, I go in directly into my interventions with my kids, but they are all on Zoom. So uh, the, re- the way we decided to approach interventions are since the kids are only getting two days of instructional time with their teacher, all interventions for reading or math are done via Zoom on their days off from school. So that way they're not losing any instructional time with their teacher and then I can provide support to help improve their reading. And then on the times I'm not reading with my Zoom uh, kids, that's when I'm then working with teachers. Um, On Wednesdays, I Zoom with teachers and do different modeling of lessons with them. And then also, I've got a lot of data stuff that I do as a coach in looking at where our kids are with NWEA and um, all that good stuff too. (laughs) <laughs> but my day is basically a lot of virtual stuff. Okay. Um, so at your school, what do they do to make sure everybody is safe? Uh, well, we socially distance at all times. Um, obviously, uh, we have only two entry points coming into the building. where um, So we have a lower L than upper L. And so we make sure that before the kids are coming into school that they do have their masks um, and they're being properly worn. Um, all kid, all classrooms have seating charts for contact tracing. Uh, when kids go to uh, lunch, they have assigned seats for contact tracing. Um, one interesting thing too is uh, at the specials class like gym, art, and STEM. Those are all done virtually. Those are not done um, in school, so they don't have kids moving or mixing in groupings. Um, hand sanitizers everywhere. Um, drinking fountains are not usable. Um, they, we have our custodians to do a special spray each night. Teachers have cleaning products, special cleaning products, shields, and whatnot that they have to do when kids leave for lunch. There's a lot of safety protocols put into place, for sure. Okay, um, you said you work at an elementary school, right? Yes. So, um, do the kids pull down their masks a lot? Uh, the only time that they pull down their masks are like when they're eating breakfast in their classrooms. Cause that's what's different too. Breakfast used to be in the cafeteria, but they eat in their classrooms and they're obviously socially distanced. Their masks can be done down for that. Then once they're done eating, um, they have to put their masks back up. Uh, we don't really have kids that refuse to wear masks. I think the biggest thing we have to do as reminders is the mask needs to be completely over the nose. Hence again, mask up, mask up. Don't <laughs> let it fall. So um, for a recess at elementary, mm-hmm. your, the elementary school, do you guys do that? or? Yes, we do. And where I'm at in the building, I see all the kids come out from the lunchroom to go to recess. <laughs> so you see the big eyes. And they all have their masks on. And the running arms, they're like, ah, all the time. They're super excited when they get out there. Um, but, yes, we do it. Uh, but you have, again, 
it is smaller groups of kids. You have people making sure things are running safely out there. So there's safety protocols for recess as well. Uh, so, um, I want to uh, do, okay, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, it's a lot in the elementary day. So we have recess, <laughs> we have interventions, STEMs. Yeah, because uh, middle school and high schools are different. Sadly, yes. middle school and high school, we don't have recess, which sucks. <laughs> I would, it would be fun to have recess at the um, middle school or high school, or at least a nap time in the middle of the day. <laughs> I nice. think a lot of people in second, a lot of kids in secondary would probably agree with that, yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, the little kids get a nap time sometimes in certain grades. But... No, well, there's no nap time in elementary. Oh, no. Wait, no, that's uh. That's back pre- in the day, preschool. Yeah, back in the day that might have happened, but nowadays, no. We have Common Core standards. We're moving forward. I think the teachers at the high school and middle school might have liked <laughs> nap time too. Um, but um, do you like uh, doing online with the kids, or do you like in person better? Um, I will say. I really appreciate that I'm able to do what I am online, um, you know, being that trying to keep my family safe at home, um, less exposure for myself is always key. Um, I do go into, I am in classrooms for sure, um, but again, you're socially distanced doing what you have to do with teaching and learning, but I do really enjoy the Zoom part of it. Um, I tried, I, I feel that I, you know, try my hardest to make it fun. You know, when we're learning, I do my chants, my cheers. I'm, you know, the way I use the chat box, the different things that we, uh, how we interact with each other, try to make it fun and engaging. Um, and I know it's, it's really different for kids nowadays because it's been such a whirlwind since last March. But, um, you know, when I see them raising the roof and we're doing things and they're, you know, getting what the, the intended learning target is, um, it makes me happy that even though we're in this situation, I'm showing them that even though school is different, it still is fun. Okay. Um, another thing, uh, when you're online with your students, do they actually listen to you? Yes. Um, basically how I work, I mean, one thing if Kids don't have their, most kids come in with their cameras on. If someone has their camera off, I will say something like, I'm looking to see your smiling face today. And that's when you usually go boop and they see their camera come on. Um, I use the chat box to make, <laughs> to make um, like in school things, you know, alarms go off and whatnot. Well, we have a dog alarm happening right now. Uh, just to ignore the background <laughs> of my dog banner barking, he hears one small noise and likes to bark at nothing. So, um... but yeah, so there's there like with anything in school, there can be distractions, and it's really about bringing the kids back on track and back on task. A lot of times, kids want to share personal things or, you know, hey, a show and tell type of thing. So I'm always very diligent in, hey, we'll have, uh, mo- you know, a couple minutes to share at the end of our lesson um, if, you know, if that's what they'd like to do. But I always put the learning first. But um, yeah, the way I use the chat box and um, talk to them, you know, making it engaging, it's, well, I have 30 minute lessons with the kids and it goes by very, very quickly. They're always like, wow, I can't believe it's already done. 
Is it also easier because you have a smaller group? Um, yes, it is easier. Definitely when a teacher has, you know, 15 to, you know, 20 to 25 kids online, that's a much different situation than my intervention groups. Um, but again, like when I was, you know, I've done lessons with teachers um, on their Wednesday online days, and we use things like Padlet and different engaging things um, to make it interesting, even we have a large group. But for my job, reading intervention is targeting that uh, small group or one-on-one -on -one learning, and that's the purpose of it, so. Well, um, that's all the time we have today. Uh, thank you so much for all the information you have given us. Um, Absolutely. And have a great rest of your day. You Bye. too.